Hello and welcome to Wake Up Legendary. Good morning, everyone. My name is Joanne. I am the Director of Marketing here with Legendary Marketer. And I am excited because we have special expert guests, as we call it. They did not go through our education here at Legendary, but they are both building online businesses. It's their career. Um, it is a couple. They do things together. They have two separate business entities, though, so they're intertwined, and it's just a really cool synergy um, that I'm excited to share with all of you. So without further ado, please welcome Crystal and JD to the show. Good morning, guys. Morning. Good morning. Hello. So Crystal has been on with us previously. You are a parenting coach. You have online courses and programs. Um, for all the parents out there. And we had such an amazing conversation. And during that interview, which you can go search it up and watch that, um, she shared that her husband is also online with his own business. You both are working from home, living the dream together. <laughs> and I'm like, the next time we need to have both of you on. So here we are. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome. Our office is like kind of like not side by side. We share an office and then we have like our workspaces side by side, um, which sometimes works really well, but sometimes <laughs> doesn't. Sometimes one of us has to like get kicked out to the kitchen table or the bedroom, but um, it's really fun. Yeah. So the purpose of bringing outside guests for those that are tuning in um, is for you to really see what's possible as you gain skills online? What's possible with, as you step through this journey and doors open, where it can lead you? Um, both Crystal and JD are doing two very separate things. Obviously, I sh like I shared, Crystal is a parenting coach. JD, essentially, I, I don't know if we want to, do we want to call it an agency? It's an agency in a sense, right? Sure. Um, but you help you, you build out funnels and websites and online courses, um, and you use Kajabi to do that um, for your clients, which is a whole nother angle to take your education um, as you go down this path, which is pretty cool to see. So I love that. And because you both are doing something totally different, but yet the same. And I just think it's really neat for our audience to see. So who jumped full-time online first me which is so surprising <laughs> because we, we was in university we were in university together we were really young we were married first married and about halfway through his degree he was like i really think i want to be an entrepreneur and i was like no no people don't do that you don't actually make money doing that and <laughs> you need to just like get a job and get paid every month and whatever i felt like that was so much more secure at the time and so fast forward like years and years and years later He's not loving his job. He goes back and gets his master's. Um, and we moved across the country. We live in Canada right now. We came back again. He's doing an internship. And I decided to become a life coach. I was looking for a master's program for um, psychology, found life coaching. So as I'm going through this whole thing, he's helping me with the tech the whole time. And mm -hmm. I go to hire somebody to do my website. And he's like, no, 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 I can figure that out. And I was like, how can you figure that out? I was like, I can't figure that out. And he's like, no, just give me, just give me a bit. I can figure it out. So he does. It's beautiful. I start creating digital courses. He's helping me with all of them. And then so many of my friends were like, how are you getting all of this done so quickly? And I was like, oh, guys, it's easy. 
<laughs> and they're like, well, how are you actually? So then I took them through the steps and they're like, oh, so like JD's doing all of that for you. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, I guess. And uh, so then they started hiring him and then their friends started hiring them. And then their friends, friends started hiring them. And he's actually built his business almost entirely through referral. And then also he uses SEO. Um, but after a year or so of this, he's like, I think I should try to do this full time. And that was in uh, May, I think of 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we've yeah. been, we've both been full time at home since then. Wow. So we're at two years now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I love about this story is early on, you're like, no, being an entrepreneur is bad. You can't do it. It's not reliable. We can't survive. We can't build a home, a family. And you're like, go get a job, JD. <laughs> totally. I was like, no, a job with good benefits and good pay. And then when I was running my business, I felt so much more secure in it because I'm like, oh, well, you have a job. So like you can keep doing that and I'll do this entrepreneur thing and see if it works. But then when he decided to come home, I'm like, wait a second. Like now it's not just like this, like fun thing that I'm doing. It's like an actual job. Now we're like both with this real thing. And um, yeah, it was a really different transition. Yeah. So JD, how did you feel knowing that you had that entrepreneur bug in you? It never goes away. Once it, it, no. it's there, it doesn't go away. We all know that. You can bury it. You can try and hide it. But if you have it, it's there. You got to answer it. And your wife jumps in to her own thing and you're not. How did you feel in that transition? Did you have, were you a little salty or were you super pumped? Like you were living it through her? Yeah, that's a great question. I was, um, I did feel a bit like somehow I got the wrong end of the stick in that deal. <laughs> and uh, it was interesting because um, even when I was in uh, university, there was a time when I started a business um, doing construction work uh, with a good friend who had done that before. And uh, so this, there was a bug, then it was itching me for quite a while. And I had worked at a bank for about five years and I just really couldn't take it anymore. And so then we started, you know, doing other things. But um, when when I was working in the internship that I actually really enjoyed when Crystal Crystal alluded to when she started her business, um, it actually was just really exciting for me to like do things for her uh, on the tech and whatnot. I enjoyed it, even though I was like waking up early to do it before I went to work and then like, doing it late at night after the kids went to bed. But uh, the thing that I loved was that we together were just able to create, you know, income and she wanted to do things and she was good at it and, and starting her coaching business. And literally we could just, I could, you know, do some things online and people would come and pay us money and she would deliver her things to them. I was like, oh, this is really cool. Right. Yeah. What's neat is you're like, okay, I'm going to support you. I'm excited. This is how we're going to itch this entrepreneur bug without both of you going all in at first. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and you, you dove in and learned the skills of the tech that she needed mm -hmm. to get her business to really launch online. I would have never done that. Like I would have just had to hire out everything and it would have been so much slower also but I feel like there's kind of like two different brains and one like somehow understands tech. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't get that part of it. Um, and then I think the, for me, like 
he would never want to like sit and dive into like what's happening in people's brains and why and like help them through that. So right. it's really different that we, we are so different in that, but that it's worked together so well. Yeah, totally. And what I love about this is when you step into, all right, let's figure it out. Like that mindset. You need, you needed a funnel. All right, JD's going to figure it out. I think I can learn this. I can build this instead of like, oh, we're out. We can't do it. We can't learn it. We don't want to yes. hire. And lots of, yet. lots of YouTube. I'll say lots of like YouTube tutorials right? of like, how do you do this thing? And while well, I was simultaneously YouTubing, like, how do I use Instagram? What does the little airplane button at the bottom mean? And, and how do I, how do I find clients on Instagram? And um, anyways, it was kind of fun. It was a fun, fun journey. It, it still is. Yeah. And it, it's just all about learning. No matter mm -hmm. what route you go, you got to learn it somehow. Yeah. And I finally learned what that button does. And I'm really good at Instagram now. <laughs> <laughs> I probably get most of my clients there and he gets most of his clients through referrals. So it's been fun. What I, what I really love is that you're open to the next door that's in front of you. Like JD could have been like, I'm just going to learn it and I'm going to keep it just and help Crystal. And that's it mm -hmm. with her business and nothing more, but you allow that entrepreneur itch to like grow. You saw the possibility like, Hey, I'm, I'm learning skills that others need don't have. There's, there's a desire there. I can solve a problem for a whole group of people. Um, and as you learn those skills, you got better and better and better. And now you're, you're basically like you're the online tech guy that just helps people yeah. build out their courses and all the tech for online coaches and whatnot. And it's mostly, you. he mostly does work with coaches, which is interesting because a lot of us, I feel like in the coaching sphere are not super into the techie stuff. Some people are, but I think it's a really great niche. Um, and most of his stuff has been built through my connections and me meeting people. But I want to say too, I think he was a little bit resistant when I first came to him and was like, so my friend wants to hire you to do this thing. And he was like, oh, do I have time? Like I do all your stuff and whatever. So it wasn't just like immediately that we yeah. knew that this was going to be what our life was going to be. It took a little bit of time to get there. I'm not sure if I remember that, but I do believe you. <laughs> um, it uh, For me, it happened really organically because um, I just, you know, Crystal started meeting things. And at that time she was just, voraciously doing things and there's like so much that needed to be done and it was easy to uh to learn but it um it really kind of just happened in a really good way and i started uh using the kajabi platform which uh ended up being just really amazing for us and we started it, out with wix and we, then, we yeah. did start elsewhere and, and we we quickly moved into that after five or six months and it became just a really excellent tool for our business. Mm -hmm. As I started to do more and more of it, I, I realized that they have a, um, a great affiliate program that I was able to be a part of. Yeah. And I saw really awesome potential in that. And I was like, wait a second, this could be amazing. Mm -hmm. And so I, I started focusing on that. And I started, I was like, I decided to start doing more of other people's work and seeing how that went. And it all just evolved. So, so naturally and, you know, eight months before, I had never even heard of Kajabi. I had no idea that it even existed. Right. And right. then it turned into something that two years later, I've got just an amazing business with that gives me so much freedom and flexibility. 
and provides in, in the way that we want. And we've been on the Kajabi affiliate leaderboard like twice in the last week. Like it's going, the affiliate part is going so well. I, well, actually all of his whole business is going really well. And yeah. so it's been awesome to build that too, because not only does he have clients, he also, we were both affiliates. So we have this passive income coming in yep. and then I have mine. And even though they seem kind of disconnected, whenever I go to like networking events or when I'm meeting people, it's pretty much a hundred percent coaches. And I always mm -hmm. introduce myself and then I introduce him or he'll like wear like a Kajabi t-shirt and people will be like, there's a Kajabi guy here somewhere. <laughs> and um, awesome. just been able to spread so organically. Cause he was like, I do not want to do the social media thing. Like I don't want to, I don't right. like, he's just never enjoyed social media. I always have. And mm -hmm. so um, it was interesting just to see how, even though they're so separate, we've been able to build them so well together. I went, oh. I went to this one um, life coach event and it was sponsored by ClickFunnels. <laughs> And I was wearing my Kajabi shirt. And so I went up to grab the free um, uh, Funnel Secrets book. And they're like, we'll give this to you, but you have to take that shirt off. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so let me connect the dots for anyone that's newer in this space. Kajabi is um, a platform where you can build your online course. Mm-hmm. You can also have funnels in there, but you would only have a funnel in there if it was connected to your course. You wouldn't use it as just a funnel builder owner only. So I want to I want to preface yeah. that everyone's like, should I go sign up for Kajabi? Only if you want to be a coach with your own course. That's a great. Yeah, route. they also do. Um, they have a new coaching platform now. So even if you're just doing one on one coaching or you're doing group mm -hmm. coaching or memberships or courses, um, it's also a great space to house your website. Um, but ClickFunnels is more like super funnel specific. Right. So um, we actually have a blog post about that. It's one of the best ranking SEO blog posts, ClickFunnels versus Kajabi and what the differences is. Oh, um, are I there. love it. So what else is um, cool is that it, it's, I hope everyone realizes as they're listening in, um, you're a parenting coach. We have affiliate links. You're a tech guy with affiliate links mm -hmm. <laughs> and creating multiple streams within your online business. Um, mm -hmm. you're building out courses, you have an affiliate link for that software at the same time, we're networking. And it's just so cool how ultimately you're, you're building those streams of income that we always talk about that as you grow, as you grow your knowledge, those doors just open, those opportunities arise. And I love that you wore a Kajabi shirt to a ClickFunnels sponsor. Yes. <laughs> we didn't know they were going to be sponsored by ClickFunnels. It was a life coaching event. But yeah, it's been really fun. And I think especially what's been especially important is, important is the multiple income streams yeah. um, because it's um, nice to have each one of those so that every month there's more coming in and we're be building more. But especially because we also, we didn't mention this, but we have four kids and we're semi-nomadic. We just like kind of travel around. And next year we want to go travel internationally and doing a lot more travel. So we're really trying to build up things like digital courses and funnels to, to grow them and stuff like that. So um, although we do meet, I meet one-on-one -on -one with clients. He does also, I do groups. I just started doing in-person retreats. So we have lots of different um, avenues for growth, I guess. Um, and then we can kind of use them in our times of life when we want to. So right now I'm really in the like in-person mode. But when we leave in the fall, we'll probably do more, um, more digital stuff. So. so for those that have blueprints, looking at blueprints, we, that those are our, um, we have four core blueprint models and Crystal is literally implementing all of them. <laughs> then 
coaching, digital products, and affiliate marketing. And how long have you had your business? Um, so I started mine. Um, I started my certification in August of 2019. Okay. And they really encourage you to um, coach as many people as you can during certification. I went to a program mm -hmm. called the Life Coach School by Brooke Castillo. And so for that six months, I coached like over 50 people. I was coaching like almost every single day, sometimes six hours a day. I was just practicing as much as I could. And then I certified in March of 2020, right when COVID hit. So initially I was thinking maybe I'll start like a in-person thing. And I didn't, wasn't really interested in the online sphere, but had to obviously at that time. And it's been amazing because I can literally be like homeschooling my kids and be like, okay, see you guys. Like I'll be back in an hour and go like come in here and like meet with the client and then go back again. Um, so it's been perfect. And I don't think I would have done it if I didn't have to do it. And I wouldn't have realized how awesome it was. So, um, yeah, so I've been doing it, I guess, full time since March of 2020. So it's just over three years for me. And I went full time. I mean, full, it's a full time gig for me, for sure. Um, but right now I work about 10 to 15 hours a week. So I don't and he probably only works like 30. So like together, we're like full time hours, but we're we're pretty loose with I our schedule. Okay, I'm going to get to your schedule, but our comments are going off about Kajabi. Kajabi is okay. a course building software. If you want to build an online course, online coach with your own course, you would use Kajabi. Or if you wanted to market and be an affiliate for Kajabi, you could do that where you want to market and reach your audience is online courses. That's what you use Kajabi for. If you are starting in the affiliate realm only, you would not jump in with <laughs> Kajabi as your funnel. Just yeah, you wanna, I just want to preface that and make that clear because you like, want to use it. To do it. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So we use it for, um, it's just the platform that we use. So we use it for websites. We use it for landing pages. Yeah. Yep. So if you're looking for a platform to use. Next yeah. is a competitor of the more advanced click funnels, if you were going to build out a course yes. and go that route within click funnels, then you could look at Kajabi as a great option. Yeah. For click funnels 2.0. Yeah. They're, they're a little more similar there. Yep. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's talk about this schedule. These are the things I've heard. We have two entrepreneurs working from home, four mm -hmm. kids, Mm -hmm. homeschooling <laughs> yeah <laughs> there are, there's no nine to five at this point for the last two years so let's let's talk about the first elephant that I know everyone's wondering how how did you overcome the mindset to fully cut that nine to five and jump all in and overcome that fear of this is just going to be you and I like we're responsible there's mm -hmm. no there's no safety net so to speak how did you guys move through that piece? Was it, was it hard? Was one of it more difficult for the other? How did that go? Yeah, for me, that, and that's a great question. Um, for me, it was just the excitement and the, the possibilities that I saw for us in the future. Um, I was at that time just full of optimism and I just had this um, really awesome you know, vision of our future businesses and what they would do. So I, I felt like our potential was just amazing. And so I was excited to, to be able to achieve that. It was a lot more exciting and fulfilling for me to work for myself and create things myself than be employed. Um, and 
tied with that excitement was just this uh, really strong desire to just be at home on my own schedule and not have to go to work every day at the same time every day. So for me, it was those two things. Um, it's interesting that he said that because we were like, oh, was it different for each of you? It was like polar opposite. He was like filled with excitement. And I was like filled with just dread. And um, I kept texting him. This is going to seem so funny, but I kept texting him job postings. I was like, this job, you should apply for this one. It looks good. And looking back on it, I can definitely see for me, it's interesting because I was a stay-at-home mom for 12, 14, 13 years. I was a stay-at-home mom for 13 years. And so for me, this was like, okay, I'm going to try to do this thing. But I still had it within the safety and security of like, it doesn't actually have to make money for my family to survive. Like, we'll still be fine. He's doing this thing. And it's the first time that I'd ever felt the pressure of like, oh, wait, like I need to make money to bring in like money so that we can actually feed our family and pay for our mortgage. And I had never felt that in my business before, or actually in my whole life. And I felt I had a lot of respect for, for him. And I was like, Oh, this is actually a lot of pressure. Like you've been feeling this our whole marriage. And, um, anyway, so that was interesting just to see that, that side of it. And it took me a while to move from the heaviness of like, we actually need this money and now I need to actually make money. And before it was like this fun, energized thing, what I do is mindset coaching. And so it was just a lot of good work for me to then do on my own to be like, okay, what about this is bothering me so much and what am I feeling and how can I move through these feelings and what is happening in my brain and all of that. And so I always use any entrepreneur thing that comes up, which happens literally every single day. This just happened yesterday again where I'm like, okay, wait, something's coming up now. I, I know I have these tools that I teach everybody else, but mm -hmm. I can um, use them myself. And so I was able to push through that and I was able to move through that and move on to more excitement and expansiveness. Um, but it took a while to get there for sure. Whereas he was just like, this is awesome. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I always wanted to travel and homeschool but I wanted him to have like a steady income while we were doing that. And you didn't have to worry about it. So you could just travel and homeschool. <laughs> yes, exactly. But what's interesting is like, as much as I felt like there was so much security in like having like a job that somebody else paid you to do. Mm -hmm. Now, when I look at it, I'm like, there really isn't. Somebody could just decide to like yeah. fire you at any time or like decrease your salary or whatever. And um, we put money away every month now for our like benefits. So we kind of have our own like benefit system and um, we do actually make more income than we have ever before, I think. So um, it is like we make more money every single month than we have bef before when we had like a steady, steady like income job. Reliable so income yes. job, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. So for someone brand new, since you talked about mindset and, and, and having like a toolbox mm -hmm. and they're really scared to put themselves out there. They haven't even cut the nine to five yet, but they got to start somewhere. They got to start either mm -hmm. putting content out. They got to build a funnel. They got to start make, making some traffic happen with, with whatever it is, whether they want to have a, a, their own course they want to just market and do affiliate marketing and market those products, whatever it may be. What are a few tools we can give our audience today that will help them kind of get rid of the self-doubt or at least steps, take action through it? 
Yes. Okay. So you'll never get rid of self-doubt. P.S. I am friends with so many entrepreneur millionaires, so many, and it amazes me every single time that we converse with them, that they feel exactly the same way that I do. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. When we're making a million, I will not feel self-doubt anymore. And they're like, I'm feeling all the self-doubt because then they're pushing to the next like level. Yep. So I think it's expecting that fear will show up every single time you try to do something new. Like we know that, but like, do we actually know that? Like mm. literally you're going to feel like puking and you're going to feel so much like <laughs> discomfort every time <laughs> you try to do something new. And if you think of like when you first started driving, like for me, I hated driving and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. We're teaching our son to drive right now. He's our oldest. And um, he's like so nervous about it. And like, there's so many things to think about. And he's like worried and now like driving so easy because we've done it for so long. And I think I so much, I, I think of him often when we're trying to teach him this thing, because I'm like, yeah, there's so much fear and there always has been. It's just that before we were learning things like multiplication tables or how to drive or how to walk or how to talk or whatever. And now we're learning more skills and it's, and we think that there's not going to be fear or there's not going to be self-doubt. And when I was at a conference one time, they said imposter syndrome isn't a sign that you should stop. It's actually like a sign that you are supposed to be going forward. Like imposter syndrome is showing you that you have something inside of you to share with the world and that it needs to be out. And um, the people that have imposter syndrome have it because they also have big dreams that need to, yeah. they need to bring to the world. And so now I look at those fears as more like, I think of like a video game and I'm like, oh, it's like those video, like Mario, when you like jump up and like get like gold stars or whatever. I'm like, I'm just like, every time I feel fear, I'm like, I'm just collecting another gold star. Like yesterday, as I'm going through mindset around this retreat that I'm doing and bring people in and this launch. And every time I have a launch, this happens. And I'm like, can I get rid of self-doubt? Cause that would be really great. Like if I could just have a lunch and like, not right? worry about Wouldn't it that all. be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. And I just don't think you can, I think that mm -hmm. that will come. And so for me, the tools that work for me are both mindset and emotions. So, um, the way that I, uh, coach is think, feel, do, which is causal coaching. It's like finding the root cause um, our thoughts, create our feelings, our feelings, fuel our actions. And so instead of focusing on actions, which is like, what a lot of um, support is out there. I'm like, okay, I have all the actions, but like, I need to get aligned with my thoughts and my feelings. And so um, that's what I work on. I work on my mindset. And then I also work on my emotions. Like fear is a feeling. And instead of like avoiding it and trying to go do something else, I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit with this feeling. And um, anyways, I, I actually give him my workbook sometimes. He'll be like, I'm dealing with this thing. And I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be great if there was like a workbook that like showed you exactly what to do to help move through this difficult thing you're going through? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, you helped me design it, remember? And I'll like give it to him as he's like homework. <laughs> yeah, I think self-doubt is just always there. And you're right. It, it, it needs to be like reassigned that fear, self-doubt, imposter syndrome um, isn't a sign of quit or go the other direction. It's a sign of, oh, you're so freaking close. You're right. Oh, there. And, so, and same with failure. Oh. Like people have all of this, like we hate failure. We think it's literally the worst thing in the world. But anytime that any innovation has come to the world ever, it came um, after the cost of so much failure. And we're just mm -hmm. like, oh, failure, that means we should quit failure. Oh, I'm not getting any podcast downloads. I guess I should stop my podcast. Like failure 
to us, we just, we take it as this wrong thing. I almost want to change the word of it so I can be like, it's not failure. Like it's actually, it's actually growth, but it's, um, it's definitely a, a, a tricky process to get yourself through sometimes. Yeah. I, I feel like failure is like, really, there's only a failure if you truly quit, quit, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. truly give up. But yeah. I just, I don't, there's, there's so many more options besides just giving up. I think that's a great example of just how powerful mindset can be mm-hmm. because all of us can easily relate to the word failure and what we have learned that that means growing up. Mm. And I've often thought like how different would our entire world be if the word failure and if actually like doing something that didn't work was just programmed into us to mean something differently. And you hear so many people now trying to share that message that, you know, failure doesn't mean that you've failed. It just means you found something that didn't work and now you are one step closer to something that does. And if, if, everyone was just ingrained and just learned that experience from a child to be like, Oh, I'm just one step closer now. And this is actually a good thing. And I'm, that's awesome. Then um, just how different would everything be? And it's just all in how your mind views what's going on. We need to view it as it's just attempts. Almost. I I saw a Oh, like it was a podcast. And this one gentleman once said, he asked his kids every night at dinner, what did you fail at today? Mm-hmm. To teach them that, to make it normal. Yeah. I and mean, what did you learn from it? So what are you going to do tomorrow? It's exact. Yeah. It's how we respond to our kids' failures, right? So it's interesting because I see it, somebody in the comments were like, yeah, yeah, I get that. But like, mm-hmm. you can get something up here, but that does not mean that you get it here. And that's where I was at with failure. I was like, oh yeah, failure is great. When failure happens, did I think that? No. Like all, I was like, this is the worst thing ever. I'm dying, right? Like inside. So because we can actually carry on, like even if we logically have changed our belief up here about failure, it does not mean that we've actually gotten rid of it subconsciously. And so when it pops up for us and we're still having such a hard time with it and we're like, dang it, but I logically know that failure is okay it's going to, it's going to hurt us anyways, because of how we were taught failure from school, from church, from community, from home, Mm -hmm. from all the things. And so just accepting that like, okay, this is a belief that's going to take a while to reprogram and that's okay. And, um, just noticing kind of subconsciously what's coming up for you. So now I'm like, okay, what is this fear about? And almost every fear has like a source of like rejection or like death yeah. and our brains kind of go there. So if you, you're like above here, like, I don't want to fail, but also like, why do I not want to fail? Like, what's so bad about it? Like, why is this going to be so hard for me? Like, what do I think is really going to happen here? And we mm-hmm. can kind of get back down to this like scared version of like, oh, something really terrible is going to happen. And then we just sit with that feeling. Like we sit with that like fear and like, I kind of sit and process it and like, almost like comfort it and listen to it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is going to happen every time. And then another launch comes and I'm like, this is the launch. Well, I will not feel any fear or self-doubt. And I'm just going <laughs> to believe in myself the whole time. <laughs> then it doesn't happen again. And I'm like, this is just such good practice for me to like keep putting my money where my mouth is. I'm like, this is what I teach. And also now I get to do it again and again and again. Wow. Everyone go back and watch that whole section on mindset, (laughs) hands down. (laughs) So JD, as an entrepreneur, we all know everyone comes into self-doubt 
and your wife is all about mindset. Do you, do you feel like sometimes she's like, this is what you do. This is how you handle it. And like, how does, does she end up coaching you through that? Or, or at times are you're like, I can't handle it. You got to work through it yourself. How does that work? Yes. There's a, there's a certain, you know, few phrases that always lead off the coaching conversation. And then, you know, eventually it, it, it leads to like, and how do you, and, and what do you do when you feel that way? Or what do those thoughts cause you to do? And I'm like, Oh, here we go. <laughs> like, I've, I'm very fortunate because I've, you know, heard the conversation, you know, hundreds of times. Right. And it's, um, you know, when I say, oh, here we go, it's because I'm like, I, I hope she recognizes that I've heard this conversation hundreds of times. It's already like internalized. I can go through, like, I'm already doing that mentally inside, like that process. So it's, uh, but no, it's, it's been very beneficial for me because, you know, without having my own coach, you know, I do, I've got my own coach, even if she, you know, often probably doesn't realize it, that mm -hmm. she's actually coaching me. I'm, I'm getting a lot of um, great knowledge and just skills and experience from witnessing so much coaching. He does have a coach though. I have to say, I like would try to coaching him a couple times and he's like the most resistant ever. And I'm like, I am not doing this. I'm like, I'm not even getting paid for this. Like, I think, I think there's a difference in how, you know, a coach coaches their clients compared to their spouse. So. I would agree. I would agree. I like, Wait, there's why are you there? It's difficult. Um, no. um, yeah. I think after a little bit, I was like, no, no, no. I was like, we, we didn't definitely, definitely need to get you a coach. And so I mentioned that a few times and I kind of just like put it in his mind and over time, he eventually found somebody that he really felt connected to and he, he ended up hiring her and it's been awesome because then I don't have to be teaching him all of this stuff. And he comes and is like, guess what I learned from my coach. I'm like, Oh yeah. Like that thing I've been telling you for, <laughs> um, but it's actually been really great. He has workbooks from her and he gets homework from her and stuff. And, um, and I think it's a good separation because it is, we have some really good connections and some good discussions for sure. But I think it's finding somebody that helps you work through your own like inner, inner turmoil and can help you see through it. And sometimes we're too close to it. Like he's too close to my launch where I like come and I'm like, I'm so sad and it's not working. And he's like, yeah, it's really not working. And I'm like, no, I need somebody to like, tell me that like my mindset is off. And like, anyways, so, um, I have people that do that. I mean, he has people that does that for him and then we can come back and like pump each other up. So it works really well. It, it all comes back with embracing fear, self-doubt, all of that. It's never going away. Mm -hmm. So we have to get consistent, which I love. JD's hearing consistently the messaging he needs for mindset. You're consistently repeating what your clients need and what you need every launch, you know, Oh, here comes the fear. Here comes that knot in your chest and in your stomach and all of those emotions that come with it. So then you have to go back and consistently revisit. All right, go through the steps, mm -hmm. identify the emotions, identify the feelings, identify what's going on and then keep moving forward through it. It all comes back to whether it's consistent, action, mindset, it all takes work. It all takes upkeep. 
Would you agree? There's a lot of totally. I think it's it's regularly (laughs) daily having a practice that you can do to work on your mindset because it will be the only thing that will block you from your dreams is only your mindset because you will take the actions necessary if you can get yourself in the right mindset and fear. I found doesn't come just from like, this isn't going to work out or I'm going to fail, but also like I might achieve it and it might be too much for me, which ultimately is like, I'm going to fail. And I've had that also, like he took a video of me as I was like freaking out in the office one time because I'm like, had planned to do this retreat and I didn't think it was going to work. And I didn't think anybody was going to come. This was back in November. And then I finally reached my minimum and I was like, oh my goodness, now I have to put on this retreat for all these people and make it as amazing as I like want it to be in my brain. And then I was like, just as afraid maybe more than I was before I even had the people. And so you think you're going to feel better (laughs) when you achieve your goal, but there'll just be some new level of problem to get over. Mm -hmm. It'll, there'll always be fear. Yeah. One thing I I just want to say, Joanne, is I love the principle that I've learned over these last two years. And that's Mm -hmm. if you keep trying and you were talking about consistency, if you keep trying to move forward, you know, you'll just keep moving forward and eventually you'll get to where you want. You just have to keep at it. And that's, that's just such a true thing. I think for any entrepreneur, especially if you're just starting out, just Mm -hmm. keep taking action. Yeah. And also there is no like one way to do your business. Like somebody else's like, how isn't going to be your how, but it's you tapping into like, what do I think my next step is? Because we've built our businesses entirely different. Like mine is mostly built on social media and his is mostly built on SEO and personal referrals, which is like so different. And because we're different people with different personalities and, you know, if somebody had told us like you, like if somebody told him you have to build your business on social media, it probably would not work. He's like, TikTok is what? Like, what do I do? Like he doesn't, he didn't even do that. I had to like set his up his Instagram for him. Um, but I think it, I think everybody has their own unique way of getting there. Mm -hmm. And so it's taking this advice and these ideas that we're all giving you and everybody's giving you all the time and then deciding, but what is true for me right now? And what do I need to do? And Mm -hmm. believing yourself. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. And it's just, and keep, and it's not expecting it's only going to work if I'm going to be an entrepreneur for two weeks. I'm going to give this entrepreneur thing two weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if it, if it doesn't work, I'm out. You know, it, it, it's, it's a longer journey. It's really a lifestyle change in a lot of ways. And mindset. Yeah. And choosing, just to, <laughs> choosing to stay with it. Like, I think we read somewhere that entrepreneurs, most entrepreneurs, like, quit their business within, I don't remember what it was, 18 months or something. And I got up to that point. I don't know if it was 18 months or two years. And I was like, I'm a real entrepreneur now. I'm still doing it. I haven't quit yet. And I just interviewed this lady on my podcast. Who's like a really successful coach. She made like 15 or 17 million in her business last year. And it hasn't aired yet. But as we were talking before we recorded the podcast, she was like, how long have you been doing this for? And I said, this is actually almost exactly two years right now. And she was like, that's amazing. She's like, most people, you know, start it for a few months and quit. So I think a lot of it is like, you're going to get to the point where you want to quit everything, Instagram, podcasts, personal referrals, whatever way you're doing it Mm -hmm. and um, helping, having something, some daily practice to work on your mindset so that you can push past that. Like fear means I should quit into like fear actually is just going to be with me every step of the way. And maybe it means that I'm supposed to be moving forward. 
Oh, I love that. We're going to end on that. Everyone write that down, go rewatch that, record it, re-listen to it every day <laughs> and then take action through fear all day long, every day. That's that consistent action you've got to take. This has been an amazing interview. I want to share your socials. So first we have JD on Instagram, JD, the Kajabi guy right there, which we know Crystal helped set up. <laughs> yes, I set up. That's why he only has like 50 followers. He does not do a lot there, but, um, but he does a lot on um, Google. He has a blog and yeah. Perfect. You can find it, get connected at least to JD there. Mm -hmm. And then we have Crystal, you are on Instagram at the.parenting.coach. And I do a lot of Instagram. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's your chosen platform. And I always tell our, our students as they're going through, find which one you love. Some people mm -hmm. love TikTok. Some people love Facebook. Some people just absolutely love Instagram. Go where you love because that's where you're going to put more energy and time into. And, and it'll work. Like that is where I find my clients because mm -hmm. I enjoy Instagram. And if I'd right. been like, Oh, I'm going to go do like LinkedIn or something. I'm on all the platforms, but I use right. Instagram the most. I don't think it would have worked for me. Yeah, totally. It's like, follow where your, your own level of enjoyment. That's where it's, it's individualized for your own business. Cause your clients will be everywhere. By the way, if you're asking yourself, where are my clients on social media? There's like millions and millions, if not billions of users on all the social media platforms. Mm -hmm. So your clients are on each one of them, but it's what your energy is going to be that's going to connect with them based on what platform you decided to do. So for me, that was Instagram. I love it. Love it. So go give Crystal a follow, reach out to her, let her know that you saw her on Wake Up Legendary. Yeah. Well. Come say hi. This has been amazing. I feel like in like six months or so, we need to have, you know, a round two with both of you just because mindset is so huge. And, mm -hmm. and I love that you guys have, different businesses, but they really mesh and really highlight what's possible when you step into this journey. And it's just cool to see. And I love updates. So keep me posted. I'm so happy. We we well, hopefully in six months, we'll be uh, heading off on our world traveling trip, I guess. So let's do, let's make sure we're in doing an inter interview internationally. So we can yes. highlight that new stage of your business and your new stage of your family lifestyle mm -hmm. of that new goal achieved. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking yeah. forward to that. And we're kind of, that's what come, we're building towards right now is like, how can we work on things like SEO and digital courses and funnels and stuff so that we can kind of get that more of it set up so we can go and do another adventure. And I also have to say, it's great to have a business partner that is so opposite of you because I probably wouldn't even know how much money I'm making if it weren't for him sitting down and be like, do you know how much money you made last year? Do you know what's coming in and coming out this month? And I'm like, I just like teaching people and talking right. to them. I don't know. <laughs> I so find it. somebody that does that is has really great skills that, that are the opposite of your skills instead of trying to always learn. I think sometimes we're like, well, I'll just learn how to do everything. And like, you can do some learning, but also it's great to find someone who, who compliments <laughs> what you're already doing. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I love it. This has been such a great interview. If you missed any of today, please go back and rewatch from the start. You're going to get a nice dose masterclass in mindset being an <laughs> entrepreneur. So thank you both to coming on today. Uh, and we'll thank definitely you. keep in touch. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. All right, everybody. 
Um, please go follow Crystal on Instagram at the.parentingcoach.com. And you can find JD on Instagram at JD the Kajabi Guy. That's JD, the letters, the Kajabi, K-A-J-A-B-I Guy, G-U-Y. This has been another fantastic episode. I'm already looking forward to tomorrow as well. Um, as always, stay legendary. Peace.